Welcome. Welcome. To Attack of the 50 Foot Podcast. 50 Foot Podcast. Hey everyone, get ready to chill out and talk about Batman and Robin. Your voice is anything but chill. <laughs> One of the coolest movies around. I'm Cameron, sitting next to me is Rob Bin. Holy rusted. Metal Batman. There we go. That's, that's yeah. from the better movie. Yeah, that is from the better movie. Uh, and sitting next to me is Allie Catwoman. Oh, I Catwoman's was, not in this. I was going to yeah. say Allie where Bruce's parents were shot. Ah, that's better. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> that's really good. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm just the scene of the crime. Yep. I'm not even the psychic. Anyway, guys. This movie was made in 1997. Uh, it was directed by Joel Schumacher's libido, which is absolutely <laughs> true. Uh, yeah, though he did defend Alicia Silverstone for this movie quite a bit. Did you hear about the controversy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, up until that point, I was like, oh, whatever. Joel Schumacher's just kind of like, just this kind of bad director or whatever. But it turns out and looking into some of this, he's actually a pretty solid guy. He's actually supposed to be a really, or he was supposed to be actually a really, really good guy. Like everyone that worked with him only had nice things to say about him. Huh. So yeah, he's supposed to be a very, very good guy. And he defended Alicia Silverstone, I mean, to hell. Because critics, for those who don't know, critics called her fat in this movie. Not even yeah. that. In every girl's magazine in the 90s, it was all, don't look like her because she's fat. How to lose weight to not look like oh Alicia my God. For anyone who's seen this movie, holy shit, she is not fat. She is so not amazing. fat. She's okay. not even close to fat in this movie. Not even. It's. I think it came from because she, like, those costumes were ridiculously form-fitting and she happened to put on a couple of extra pounds because she's a teenager still probably going through puberty. And she had an adult body then. Yeah. This is the first time she had, like, a, an adult woman body. Oh, no. She's got titties and an ass. So what? She's, she's fat. She's no bigger than <laughs> Chris O'Donnell. So, and he wasn't fat in this movie. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, well, apparently yeah. they, like, she couldn't fit into the suit, so they, like, cut a couple of scenes out uh, that, like, they hadn't filmed yet or something. Jesus, how could you make a suit that small? Well, yeah, exactly. It's so, she's and, already like, small. Batman went through, they went through, like, 40 bat suits in this movie. Like, fucking alter it. But anyway, the, the uh, reporters were all, like, yeah, calling her fat, and uh, Joel Schumacher rushed to her defense and was like, how fucking dare you animals? There's, like, an epidemic of bulimia and anorexia right now. Why are you feeding into this? And he was just a round of applause for Joel Schumacher. Yeah, and rest in peace, Joel Schumacher, because everyone should love him. Uh, he also did Phantom of the Opera. He did St. Elmo's Fire, which is arguably one of his most popular ones next to The Lost Boys, mm -hmm. which I think is his most popular film. Uh, this movie had a budget of about $160 million, had a box office of about $238 million. About a million of that came from Cameron. Um, I was <laughs> four at the time. <laughs> Did you give this movie a million dollars? If I did, I want it back. I was four. That's not okay. I'm saying you went to this movie a lot. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't think I saw this movie in theaters, uh, unfortunately. But anyway, yeah. So I mean, it did. It did like all right, but it was the end of the Batman franchise, and what some people thought was going to be the end of the Batman franchise. But I also want to say it was honestly the start of just a slew of the worst 
superhero movies from any company that you can possibly make. It just, this was like around the time that you got all of those. Because I don't know when Spawn came out, but Spawn. And I don't know (laughs) when uh, Steel came out with Shaq, but that. Steel. And then Daredevil. I mean, like, every, Electra. Green Lantern. Green Lantern was okay. Everything that came out (laughs) was absolutely god-awful. That was also way later. That was like 2009-ish. Oh, really? Yeah, that was way, way later. Okay. Still bad, though. it's, It's fun. Anyway... It's, it's not as good as the Green Lantern movie should have been. But, anyway, there are characters in this. Obviously, there is Bat Nipples and Bruce Payne in my ass. Because he doesn't do anything in this movie. He's played by Danny Ocean, uh, for those who've seen Ocean's <laughs> Eleven. Uh, then we have <laughs> Dick slash Robin Nipples. Thanks. Uh, yeah, this is played by uh, Chris O'Donnell, also known as Should Have Gotten a Solo Nipple Wing Film. That would have been amazing. I don't know why he didn't get a solo film. Nobody ever even talked about it. Like, they talk about those times. It was never on the cards for him to have a solo film, which is unfortunate. Yeah. He was a really good Robin, though. He was a great Robin. He, he was a really good Robin in the other movie. He was good he has, as like, an older Robin. He has the that's perfect voice yes. for a Robin. Like, that's exactly how I feel like an adult Robin would sound. Yeah. He was the perfect choice for Nightwing, but nobody was doing Nightwing, I guess. So, what the fuck <laughs> Uh, then we have Barbara Pennyworth, everyone's favorite Batgirl, Barbara fucking Pennyworth. I knew this was going to be a instead thing of with you. fucking Commissioner Gordon's daughter, like it's goddamn supposed to be. She's played by a British version of the girl from Clueless, uh, <laughs> which I'll get more into because yes, yes. Barbara Pennyworth funny. is British in this. Uh, Alfred, the wonderful, wonderful Michael Go, Michael Goff. Wonderful, Michael Go. I think it's Michael Go. But anyway, he's amazing. He's in all four of the films. I love him to death. He is, uh, he is stereotypical Alfred to me. Well, and just like Alfred holds together like the Bat family, like Michael Go is the only one that holds together this entire franchise. Yeah, he's, he's there for every movie. Uh, uh, I like the current Alfred. And well, no, I love the other Alfreds too. I'm just saying for this like franchise, Michael Go is great. Jeremy Irons is amazing. He's quintessential. Uh, Michael Caine did a phenomenal <laughs> job as well. And I'm assuming that Circus will do great. Um, anyway, Mr. Fries. Uh, Mr. Fries, <laughs> otherwise known as Mr. Freeze. Uh, he is totally spelled like Fries, though. Yeah, no, it's it is. so off-putting it is. It's every time he's I German. read it. He's supposed to be German. Oh. Yeah, that's why. Uh, for everyone who doesn't know that because they're not a nerd. Uh, anyway... You, you put in here, <laughs> isn't he a doctor though? Yeah, self-insult there. Uh, isn't he a doctor though? And I think, Ali, did you ask this question? Was it yes, you? Yes, we had a whole like, conversation about this. Yeah, we had a whole conversation about this. I don't know who typed it into the outline. He's technically Dr. Victor Freeze, but his evil villain name is Mr. Freeze. Because he's... But I accidentally called him Dr. Freeze, but technically I'm also right. You are not also he is right. Dr. Freeze. You are not also right, because Dr. Freeze as anyone would have known him, is dead officially once Mr. Freeze comes into play. He loses his sanity. He loses his wife. He loses literally everything that made him Dr. Freeze. He becomes a Including his diplomas? I'm assuming so. Okay. Yeah. They just burn them? Probably were taken by the state. Uh, He is played by father. I want to bronze on. (laughs) And then there is... Dr. Pam Isley slash Poison Ivy, and she wants to dance like... And then there is Bane. I don't know if Robert's young enough to get that reference. (laughs) (laughs) 
I you don't get are. that reference. It has nothing to do with my age, she but also to dance like Uma Thurman. It's a Fall Out Boy lyric. Ah, yeah. not a I am. Boy. I am not young enough for like that. A, like a you are too. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, moving on. Then there's Bane, otherwise known as Bane. Bane. <laughs> I love Bomb. that. Bomb. Bomb. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one of the greatest characters ever made. I'm still so mad that they turned one of the smartest characters in DC into one into of the just... absolute dumbest characters. Right. Oh yeah, I read a thing where it's like there is like a lot of people would say that Bane is both the strongest and smartest yeah. Batman villain. Oh yeah, he's the most tactical, if nothing else. But I so love he may him not the be most. the smartest, but he's the most tactical and strategic for sure. I love him the most in the Harley Quinn series. Yes. <laughs> oh. So most sexually active adults have HPV, Joker. <laughs> oh man. That's the quote you choose. <laughs> yes. Why is that the one that lives rent free? Anyway, let's let's go through the synopsis. Like, Okay, so we open up on something person. that we're going to talk about. Yeah, I am the perfect person. For anyone who's listened to this before, if you don't know, I'm a huge Batman fan. Today, I happen to not be wearing anything Batman, which is funny. Wow, not even you're down right. To my socks. You're not even wearing anything DC. I'm not wearing anything DC. He's wearing a Bob's Burgers shirt and a Rapids hat. Yeah. Sports. Yeah, <laughs> which is not a normal thing for me. But uh, yeah, anyway... We open up on the two bat heroes, Batman and Birdman, and they are getting dressed in a very, very sound effect heavy, cut heavy montage uh, of ass and groin and I wish that wasn't true and nipples and yeah. Uh, For anyone who doesn't know why we keep saying nipples, if you haven't seen this movie... (laughs) They have nipples on the suits, and it's one of the things that this movie's famous for. Does Alicia Silverstone's suit have nipples on it? It does. Slightly. Oh. It has tiny cones oh. right at the end. Yep. Mm. Just Not slight, straight up nipples. Just seems slight tasteless. cones that are just, you can tell they're an addition. Yeah. yeah. And, which is made creepier by the fact that Alfred made this suit, but technically before she would have shown up, I assume... So where did like, he get her measurements? <laughs> I had that question too. That's so creepy. Uh, for you. Anyway, so they all get dressed up, and then they talk about pizza, and then they drive off, you know, like that famous dark brooding Batman would. And then they are, like, briefed by, by Commissioner Gordon. We're going to talk about it here in a minute. I'm going to go over this scene in detail. They go into the museum, and they're like, freeze, you got to stop. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Ice puns ensue, which don't worry, you're going to hear enough of here in a minute. Mm-hmm. And then... Freeze makes his getaway. He eventually freezes Robin, and then he just straight up gets away. We're going to go way more in-depth on that. But that's all you really need to know. Then we go to the lab of Pam Isley and Dr. Woodrew. Swamp Thing fans, don't rejoice. Uh, not <laughs> not, not fun Woodrew. Woodrew. Not good Woodrew. But he is played phenomenally. Oh, uh, John Glover uh, it plays Woodrew in this, which... If you've ever watched Smallville, for all the Smallville fans out there, he plays Lex Luthor's dad in that series, and he does a phenomenal job. He's a, he is actually an amazing actor, and he does his best, which means he hams it to hell yep. in this movie. He is playing one of the most vile people, but it's almost impossible not to love every second he's on screen. But, like, I don't know why they bothered making him Dr. Woodrow, because... Dr. Woodrow has nothing to do with just the creation as, Just of as an Easter egg. Why did they mention Superman at the beginning of the, the fucking movie? movie? Yes. He's not in this universe. <laughs> yeah. I, it's like the second line in the movie. He's not. He, he doesn't exist in this world. 
As far as we know, I could like just flash and what it opens up a whole lot of questions that we don't get answered ever. Uh, anyway, so we've got Isley here and she's like, I'm going to go see what he's doing. And turns out he's selling Venom, which if you've read the comics, you know, that's what Bane is pumped up with. And Batman one time got addicted Super to. Super soldier serum. It's essentially say what it is. Uh, it actually starts out as like a pain med for Batman in uh, a Dennis O'Neill comic where he takes it as a pill. Which is a really dark comic, actually, from, like, the 80s, I think. Uh, or 80s or 90s. But, anyway, she goes in there, and he's like, I'm selling this to world dictators! And then she's like, oh, shit, and she runs away. Isn't uh, it, like, the Un-United the Nations un or something? The Un-United <laughs> Nations, which essentially Whoa. is comprised of a bunch of generals and maybe a sheik. And <laughs> it's, it's that collection of bad guys where everybody has those, like, big round general hats or turbans. Yeah. And then they're like, you're a bad guy. And everyone's like, I accept that. Yep. Uh, anyway, he goes and he's very creepy. He he gives it to Bane, Bane, who then gets all pumped up in the worst CG Scooby-Doo from oh. 2000 little thing you've ever seen. I was saying it looked like something out of Flubber. Yep, that's fair. It does kind of look like Flubber. Flubber oh my God, maybe Venom, live action is, maybe, yeah. maybe Venom is just like concentrated Flubber. Flubber. <laughs> we never see any of it get loose. That's the end of that Robin Williams classic. It's yes. Woodrow comes in and just melts Flubber and just strains him. Yep. That's, yeah. Oh man, that's dark. Anyway, he tries to kiss Ivy. Ivy's like, no, he kisses her anyway, then throws her into a science pit. Thanks for that. Yep. It is true. Uh, it's just a collection of Acme Incorporated labels on a bunch of vials. That's really all it is. Just a bunch of science juices and broken glass. Yep. Which makes I a pain in the ground. Don't like the word and science plants. juices. All, si <laughs> all juices are science juices. All juices are science <laughs> juices. When you get right down to it. Everything's chemistry, man. Yeah. Uh, anyway... Mr. Freeze, meanwhile, is explaining his long, long explaining plan about how he's going to freeze Gotham and hold it for ransom. And he's doing this by stealing a bunch of diamonds and all of this. I would like to use this as a point to say that Mr. Freeze very first shows up, which I'll go more in depth on, but he very first shows up right at the beginning of this movie. We learn that he has just now shown up. He has just now shown up. As a villain. He's a new villain. Yeah. Uh, he's a new villain. He's been stealing diamonds for months. In a tank. No one's noticed. And an ice suit. I just imagine, like, Batman and Robin standing on a building, like, that's a cool car. <laughs> <laughs> just driving away. Yeah. Wow. I wonder who owns that. Oh, look, he just froze all those pedestrians. That's interesting. Did he just run over that guy? No, that guy ran into him. Oh. Uh, yeah, anyway, so we learn that he's going to freeze the entire city and he's going to hold it for ransom, but then jump to... Wait. We also got to mention that there is a plant for a later stupid payoff of his wife has McGregor's disease and his whole thing here is he's trying to save his wife and that's not a stupid payoff that's Mr. Freeze's story okay but the payoff I'm not is mentioning later. it because the payoff typical... is later with Alfred well yeah. it's stupid in this movie it's stupid it's, in this movie it's stupid in this movie but for everyone who knows Mr. Freeze and for anyone who doesn't Mr. Freeze is always trying to save his wife. She usually has some type of whatever syndrome. Uncurable disease. Yeah, disease. she has some kind of thing. It's actually a very touching, sad story. It isn't in this movie. And it, it usually is like, it's one of those things where it's like, is he really a villain or is he just a guy in a troubled spot who also kind of lost his sanity, which is kind of like that battle of real Batman villains. Like they are kind of people who have like mental damage, like physical mental trauma a lot of times. I googled it, and McGregor syndrome is a canon Batman world syndrome. 
That doesn't exist in real life. Yeah, I figured as much. It's on I mean, Arrow, and it's in the Batman world. Of yeah, course. It's, but sometimes they call it a different disease. Sometimes they just say she has a disease. Uh, but yeah, he is basically point, he's like he's one of those slew of Batman villains who like have this heartbreaking story, and then they get knocked into a vat of science juices, yeah. and then come out with whatever topical power. His is very very sad, but the way this movie plays it off is like for some reason his his science computer sparks and just he's like oh god and he gets thrown backwards into a vat of and then Arnold Schwarzenegger jumps backwards into a tiny swimming pool Ah! (laughs) and then he comes back out and he's like he gets dumped into a vat of cryogenic something where he's supposed to be frozen but then for some reason it alters his DNA and Batman just leaves it at that Batman doesn't care in this movie Batman doesn't give a shit in this movie that's He's just you know. waiting around for stuff to happen. That's George, how you explain it to Robin. <laughs> saying George Clooney is the worst Batman is so much of an understatement. He is by far the worst Batman that has ever been on screen. He's yeah. Terrible. I also okay. I also kind of defend him. I. He's a bad Bruce Wayne because he's not acting. He's just being George Clooney. He's just being that kind of like smarmy. Like, overly confident guy. See, I'd say he's a better Bruce Wayne than he is a Batman, though. Really? Yeah. Who do you think is the best Bruce Wayne? Who do I think is the best Bruce Wayne? Do not say Val Kilmer. No, I don't it's think It's not Val Kilmer. <laughs> Val Kilmer is not the best Bruce Wayne. He is the best lunatic on an island. <laughs> yes. If we're just going, like, live-action Bruce Waynes, then... I think it's probably Ben Affleck, though I wish he had had more of a chance to Uh, show that. But, because, like, Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne is fine, but it's more like, why don't you love me anymore through three movies? And that's not as fun. If you're just talking about straight-up Bruce Wayne, Batman (laughs) excluded, then Adam West. (laughs) Okay. What about the guy that we met at Comic-Con who just voices Batman? I just said live-action specifically. Kevin Conroy is the greatest Batman and that is just definitive. There is no argument to it. He is Batman. He will forever be <laughs> Batman. He literally showed up at my first Comic-Con where I ever met him, screaming to, to us, I'm Batman, in the Batman voice. He's the best Batman, hands down. Anyway, Alicia Silverstone shows up, and she is absolutely clueless. Uh, she <laughs> is playing, she's playing Barbara. And then you're like, Barbara? And then you're like, why is Barbara at Bruce Wayne's store? It turns out she's Barbara Pennyworth. What the fuck? I don't know what this is about. I don't know who decided this. Also, she's supposed to be British. She's the most fucking American British person I've ever heard in my life. She doesn't even try. She doesn't even try. No, so she just baby talks the whole time. God, it's like listening to Benedict Cucumber Bun trying to do an accent. Like, at least he tries, I guess. But, Isn't God. Is actually British? What? He is actually British. I'm not saying trying to do a British accent. I'm saying I'm trying to do <laughs> he does anything very other bad than American. his voice. He does voice. do a very bad American accent. He can't do anything other than his own voice. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, she doesn't even try. She's just like, I'm British. Uncle and she Alfred? doesn't. Yeah. And she just has a straight up California accent. Uh,. Anyway, she shows up and she's like, yeah, I'm staying here because I got kicked out of school. We find that out later. Uh, And then, because she was racing motorcycles. Yeah, that's something that Oxbridge University doesn't doesn't like. 
But yeah. she she essentially brings in this whole plot point because she goes to race motorcycles and Dick is like, okay, I'm going to save you from dying because you haven't died any of these other nights, but you're going to die the night that I go out because that's what the narrative says you're going to do. <laughs> so he goes out, he saves her, woman. and he, I don't know how they get off this bridge, but like he hangs off the bridge by a foot. Yes. And then how do you get off the bridge from that point? I would have loved a joke <laughs> where it's like, now what? <laughs> Let me call Bruce. Uh, but anyway, she then throws that in his face eventually, and we find out that Alfred is sick, which you should have known from the beginning of the movie because he goes... <coughs> yeah, he's got one of those non-specific movie plot sicknesses. Yeah. Where, like, maybe he, like, holds a handkerchief up to his mouth and then somebody, like, put a... just smeared a strawberry on there. There's a little bit of red. <laughs> Pours yeah. some of this red beer on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, just to go ahead and clear this up real quick... B story the entire movie uh, Alfred is trying to find his brother who then disappears from the plot of the film about three fourths of the way through the movie and we yep. never hear about him again because nope. he's in India and he's doing this because and then he hands a disc to uh, Barbara later which is how she eventually she finds that kid but anyway Poison Ivy eventually becomes Poison Ivy. She shows up in the city, and Bruce is like, hey, I want to protect people before I protect plants. And she's like, well, that's some bullshit. And so then she goes to crash his fundraiser, which he set as a trap for Freeze. And then they both crash it. And we're going to go in-depth on that one. Uh, But after all of that happens, after Poison Ivy makes Bruce and Dick fight each other over her... Then they go back to the manor, and then they just keep fighting over it because it's always it's always Batman's way or the highway. <laughs> and then and then Bruce goes, Alfred, is it always my way Batman's or the highway? Way or the highway? And he's like, like, yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're kind of an asshole. It's one of those lovable Alfred moments where he's like, you're an absolute piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Freeze is in jail after a lot of stuff happens, and then after Freeze is in jail. Poison Ivy goes with Bane to break him out, which is one of my favorite sequences because Bane runs through a hallway in Arkham Asylum that's perfectly built for him to run through a hallway <laughs> with a cart. Just, yes. Just going. And you see, like, people were chasing him and, like, hitting him and stuff, but he's just, all he's doing is pushing this cart. Push. <laughs> uh, anyway, they break out Mr. Freeze, and then they make one of the most death-defying leaps out of Arkham Asylum that I've ever seen in my life. I don't know how many stories up they are, but it's too many to survive the fall. Unless maybe Bane. Bane is the only one I'll accept survives that with no broken bones. Yeah. Because he's flubbered up on Venom. So, uh, anyhow. Oh, we're just keeping this ball episode. <laughs> yup. Uh, anyway, so they escape, which leads them to be like, we're going to team up because you know what totally works? Frozen wastelands and plants that need tropic environments. <laughs> so they do that together. Meanwhile, Barbara hacks in and she figures out the password and she tries Alfred in England and then it turns out that it's Peg, his long lost sister, who also doesn't matter. And now she's Batgirl. And then she goes into the cave and we hear it go, uh, security alert, security alert, security alert, and then little like like a rave. Fucking lights are everywhere, but no one does anything. There's no guns in this cave. There's nothing to stop it. There's no actual security. Why didn't Batman immediately get a beeper notice or whatever? It's made worse by the fact that we just had a movie right before where the same security system was used and Two-Face and Riddler break into the Batcave and nothing happens. 
because he has no security system other than an old man who says people are in the cave. Security <laughs> alert. Sit. Tell, identify yourself. And then I wonder what he would have done if he just kept, like, they didn't say anything. Just keep saying identify yourself. Floor flamethrowers. Barbecued Barbara. Barbara cued. Barbara cued. Barbara cued. Uh, anyway, she's like, oh my god, Uncle Alfred, you've been using secret pictures of me to make my measurements for this bat suit so that I can fit in this. Oh, and you also made an ice one for later. Thank God. <laughs> Robin goes, because, like, Batman and Robin are having a whole pissing contest, and then Batman's like, you gotta trust me, because that's what families do, and you're like, you're talking about families and stuff, and I'm just not learning about that, because mine died in the alley. <laughs> so, if you could... I don't know if you know that about me, but my parents are dead. It's kind of my thing. I know your parents are dead, too, but, like, you were older, so who cares? And, anyway... <laughs> I was so little when it happened, man. It doesn't even compare. I was so young, and that was like three Batman actors ago. So I barely even remember it, okay? There's been like three different kids that have even played me in this series. So who even was I? Anyway, as they have that existential moment, uh, Robin's like stands there, and then they cut. Like, will he, will he believe him? And then he goes to meet Poison Ivy, and then he finally kisses Poison Ivy, and she's like, now you're going to die, and here's my evil plan. And then he's like... Plastic lips, bitch. And <laughs> That's so dumb. So then she, I can't believe he like peels it off and she doesn't try again. But then, yes, she like, doesn't need to because she just goes light shove and he yes. falls into a pool. Grab him and kiss him on his eye. <laughs> also, she gets the bottom skin, so like I guess the poison only specifically works on the, the lips. lips, like that just that inner soft lip. Is it what supposed to get inside your mouth? No, it's supposed to be on the lips, like specifically the lips, because her lip goes inside of his mouth. I rewatched the scene, and then the other lip goes on the bottom, like she's trying to eat his chin, and. He doesn't get sick. Anyway, she, he gets pushed into the pool. He's drowning. Then Batman shows up and he's like, I'm here to stop you, which is one of the worst lines in The Dark Knight Rises. I swear to fucking God. Uh, he's like, I'm here to stop you. And she's like, no, you're not because you're George Clooney and you're not Batman. And then she just lifts him up into the ceiling and he's there for a while. And then Barbara shows up and she's like, hey, guys, what was your plan? Because <laughs> you guys were about to die right now. Yeah. And I, you didn't know I existed. So she shows up. Okay. Oh, no, up you don't get it. It's me. It's Barbara. Yeah. You can't tell from the clever disguise I have of covering the skin right around my eyes. Yeah. So she shows up. She beats the shit out of Poison Ivy. But then nobody actually beats Poison Ivy except for her own fucking plant. Her own plant eats that her make any sense. as she screams. And that's the end of Poison Ivy's legacy. What does movie. she scream, though? I don't know. Curses! Is that what she's screaming? She says really? curses, and then like the the flower throne folds around her and sinks into the ground uh, for no reason. Nobody's doing that. Plants are her thing alone. Yeah, and then Robin gets out of the pool, and then Batman luckily brought a saw with him, but he <laughs> just now decides to use it. I know, it. but that utility belt in this movie is something else. It's, oh. it's just as good as George Clooney is. Uh, anyway, then they all go, and they're like, all right, we got to go stop this right now, because freeze is freezing stuff right now, and we have 11 minutes. 11-minute timer starts right when Freeze turns on this fucking gun. It starts now. They go back home to put on new suits. <laughs> I don't know how oh, far they are. This isn't gonna. We need the silver to match with all of the like this plastic saran wrap we're using for ice. And then they get different vehicles that, thank God, Batman had prepared for a montage of them driving down the city. Oh, uh, because then those vehicles don't matter ever again. And Batgirl's is the worst though. It's just a thick 
motorcycle. Yeah. Thick with three C's. Like, <laughs> it is very thick. Uh, anyway, they get those. And then remember, this is all on an 11 minute timer. They then, with impossibly long grappling hooks that they all fire, by the way. And this is important. They fire these grappling hooks up. They are stories high. Like, I don't know how high. I know we're going to talk about it. No, what? they don't fire them. No, that's, that's, that's what I'm about to bring up. Yes. So I watched the scene again. They fire them when they're all entering the tower because they're all impossibly like at this distance. They shouldn't even be able to reach it. Anyway, they do because they're, they're bat family. So they get up there. Then, then one of the most tragic things <laughs> happens where Batman then is like, okay, we got to do this. And he fires another grappling hook. And then his poor people over here have to throw theirs. <laughs> Where'd your gas-powered grappling hooks go, guys? Where the fuck are those? Yeah, and that like the grappling hooks are fucking huge, yeah. and it's just like various like flat bat shapes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it looks so wonky. They're like the size of a person's arm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Batman's also bust through like a foot of metal. Yes. Too. So thank God he didn't hit freeze. He didn't knock off his whole head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, we'll get to that at the end. But yeah, so they so they go, they beat freeze. You guys know it's a superhero movie. They beat freeze apparently again in 11 minutes. Apparently in 11 minutes. Uh, they beat freeze. They, they melt the city. They return the satellite rays from the world that then turn the, the observatory hot. And then they aim the freeze gun at Gotham. And then they melt Gotham, but only perfectly, only just like a like a nice, like I, a nicely cooked steak. I also <laughs> had that thought was like, this would be fucking hysterical if they're like, all right, we need to unfreeze all these people, and like everybody starts melting. And they're like, oh my god, this is so. Oh my god, I'm burning! <laughs> just everyone's skin starts bubbling. <laughs> I would I would have loved it if they had just taken a step further and just like he's like staring out the street and people just start. Just popping. Just, just, just like popping from insane. Popcorn. Yeah. We've cooked the planet. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, everything's, That's the movie. everything's alive and well. Oh, and then and at Alfred's, the end, they do a really Alfred fun role. Oh, Alfred gets healed. And we then find they get out. pizza. Yeah. And then they all get pizza. And Alfred comes out and he's like, thank you so much. I was ready to die. But now I'm like, maybe I wasn't. And then they run in front of the bat symbol at the end, because it's, it's a classic thing. Yeah. And that's how the movie ends. That is the movie. It is two hours long Ugh, it's more than that it's more than two hours long it's it's like two it's like hours two, and 15 it's minutes it's so long it's so long it's so long and it's so poorly paced yeah sorry bust through this ice rink begins <laughs> so ice rink begins so like we talked about like we said we we're gonna go way more in depth here so we did go way more in depth uh you this is one of my favorite things ever this is when they're driving to go start to go start to fight freeze and gordon pops up on Batman's shitty 90s television in his car and Batman a new villain he's calling himself Mr. Freeze and Batman's like Mr. Freeze huh then why did you bring ice skates you stupid if you were already on the way there yeah why do your shoes have ice skates built in why do you just have ice skate boots also those are very like thick blades yeah like Thicker than their boot. Like, they must have removed parts of their feet in order to make that yeah. work. Yeah, I don't know no, how this... No, it goes, like, in, and then it goes on a right angle and kind Maybe of Maybe it just slides out. out, yeah. But anyway, he, so just so everyone knows, he's wearing boots with ice skates, and so is Robin. Yeah, they're just prepared it's for this. It's not like Batman grabbed the wrong boots, and he was lucky. Like, this, they intentionally brought a bunch of ice gear 
But they just now are learning that this is Mr. Freeze. Yep. What what music is your childhood? The music from the movie. Da, 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 da. Anyway, so starts the puns like crazy. Starting with the Iceman cometh, which he says nothing else after that. I was hoping he was going to say something else. No, it's always like these short little, like, I don't even know if you can classify them as puns. They're never puns. It's just sort of like, it's cold in here. Yeah. I'm Mr. Freeze. I would like to say this is one of the most important moments in this entire scene for me. Batman shows up because he drops through a window. And this is one of the most important things to me ever because one of my favorite things is Batman going through windows. Listen, it's just iconic and it's fucking cool. It's not in this scene. It looks like god-awful trash. And also, what is gravity in this movie? <laughs> There's no gravity in this movie. And is he on a zip line or does his cape hold him up? Because later the cape doesn't fucking hold him up. So he has to use the grappling hook. But what's he grappling to? Because they show us the outside of the building and there's nothing outside the building and he didn't bring the plane, he brought the car. Okay, but how does he get to the ground from the ceiling? So then he does do one of the coolest fucking things ever. He slides in on a fucking dinosaur. He just yabba-dabba-doos down the spine. (laughs) Yeah, he literally just like, he drops through the glass and he's like, hi, Freeze, I'm Batman. I I love the concept of this stealthy terror of the night just landing in the middle being like hi guys i'm batman (laughs) which is the definition of george clooney's batman the entire time he's like hey robin now that we're here let's fight them everyone's like what the fuck (laughs) yeah and and like this batman also just like shows up to charity events just sort of like as the guest to like greet everybody i know like why is batman there anyway why didn't they give us in batman arkham asylum a George Clooney skin, but every now and then while you're stealthing, he just stands up from where he's hiding and goes, <laughs> I'm, I'm Batman. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Freeze responds with, you're not sending me to the cooler. But isn't that where he lives? Yeah. <laughs> he lives in Wouldn't a frozen like to ice go? cream warehouse. Uh, anyway, Robin then crashes through the museum door, making his symbol. <laughs> oh, oh my <laughs> fucking life. This, I rewound it. I was so mad about this. Wait, what are we talking about? So, Robin is riding his Robin cycle, I guess. Yeah. And crashes through, like, a wooden door or something. Mm -hmm. But, you know the Robin symbol? It's got, like, it's just sort of, it's a a, a squatter, skinnier Batman. It's like a bird, but elongated. Yes, exactly. But it's it's, like, stretched out to the sides. So, he's riding a motorcycle, and he blasts through the doors, but the... The outline of the Robin symbol is made in the door when no, really? it's through it's it. perfectly cut. Are you yes. serious? Yes, it's and perfectly cut. It's smooth. Like if they had broken it and it was like it was slightly there, like abstract, I'd be like, that's fun. That's oh, cool. That's a lot of fun. That? No, no. It lo- it's throughout that's the entire amazing. scene too. Yes. And it looks awful. I love it's so that. stupid. Okay, and then Mr. Freeze is like Get them! And then all of these fucking Power Rangers movie villains just ice skate out down ramps that I don't know why they're there. And then just cape whip, cape whip, cape whip as they stand in the middle of all these hockey players skating around them. And then they fall on the ground eventually after fighting all these guys. And like the guys keep swinging one at a time, obviously. This is a superhero movie. And then they finally just fall down. And then they tap their shoes together. And this is when we see the ice skates, which, by the way, 
is how you kill someone accidentally. Yes. It accidentally w- tapping your heels while you're doing a flying kick and then just embedding an ice skate in somebody. De- like, Decapitated. I, uh, what, I, what I'm questioning is, is what is it about the tapping? Is it the pressure? What, what, what makes the ice skate come out? Because if it's just the pressure... I can't imagine him kicking someone in the face. It's just like, bam, yes. slash right across the face. That is how you put someone to sleep, Batman. Uh, anyway, Robin plays hockey because he says the line, With or Batman diamond, right? says the line, yes. Batman says the line, you go after the ice, I'll go after the ice man. Or Robin says it, one of the two idiots. Yeah. Uh, and then the the ice is a giant fucking diamond that they then play hockey with for a very elongated scene. Yeah, they have literal hockey sticks. Why? Yeah, until Mr. Freeze is like, all right, this scene's going on a little too long. By the way, we're only about five, six minutes into the movie at this point. Robert, mm-hmm. say your best Arnie accent and read the dinosaur quote. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! <laughs> you know the worst part about that is? You paused longer than he does in the movie. Oh, he doesn't yeah. even give anyone a chance to answer. Dinosaurs like, Ice Age! He's like, this is fucking hilarious. Everyone will laugh. Uh, also, then, okay, I, was, I had this later and I'm just going to do it now. Uh-huh. No, it fucking didn't. An asteroid killed the dinosaurs. We've known this for a long fucking time. Some people argue that the asteroid caused an Ice Age. Both things are true. So... What killed the dinosaurs? Possibly an ice age. No, but you like if somebody gets shot, you don't say like, "Oh, he died of like blood loss." Drowning. He got shot, but the blood loss did also kill him. Okay. So he died of a moving on. He died of blood loss from a gunshot. But like the other half of this part where he says that line, (laughs) he freezes the dinosaur, and then it falls apart. And then it falls apart, and. Sound department was like, what if it made a dinosaur noise when it fell down like it was alive? It's almost the Godzilla roar. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, This is also a scene that's just filled with terrible sound effects, though. Like when at one point a cop just like with no gravity around him just gets thrown across the room and then he hits his head on a wall and just goes bonk. (laughs) <laughs> Batman movie I wish that was in the Batman Begins movie with like the warehouse scene where like he's just fighting everybody on the dockyard just bonk 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 bonk, bonk. Well, they do that hilarious. a lot it's like those comedic like old timey noises where like you know they get thrown across a room at some point in the movie and it goes <laughs> <laughs> so this is where I get a little mad because Freeze starts to leave and he doesn't say sorry to give you the cold shoulder it's a missed opportunity. I'm really, it offends me in every way. If you're going to go with all the puns, go all out. Don't be stupid about it. Uh, you know what he does say when he leaves? I think it's, I think it's a little bit later. I might have jumped in a little early. But he's, he goes like, I'll kill you next time. Why? No, stay and kill them now. They're at your mercy. That, does, it, does he say that right before he like freezes a new wall? Yeah, and then like, like breaks it and is like, bye. <laughs> but then... He leaves in one of the most convoluted ways I've ever seen. And I, I don't know if he planned it like this or why he choose. His car is also a rocket where part of it detaches. <laughs> but then his car also gets I sho- totally shows up later the at the warehouse. So I don't know what part of the car detaches and what part you need to drive it. I don't know if it got towed and they brought it out of... <laughs> Why do you tow an ice tank? Oh, no. It's so confusing. But anyway, he launches out in a rocket. But before he does that, Batman anti-grabs his way in. And Robin 
also anti-grabs his way in. Mr. Freeze does say, uh, I was hoping you'd drop in is actually what he said. So he was expecting this. So his whole plan was, I'm gonna shoot out of a rocket after robbing this museum and Batman, the man I've never met before, is not only not going to die, but he's going to drop in right as I start to launch. And then hopefully his bird brain friend will latch on with luckily enough magnetized batarangs or birdarangs. And the funniest thing to me that you said when we were watching that is like, oh good, I'm glad he brought magnets that can support his body weight and also he can move on his own. <laughs> this, so this is the part that really, really bothers me. In this entire movie, I think this is the worst Batman movie in the entire movie. This rocket that they're in is made of two different layers. One is just like this top layer where Mr. Freeze has all of his villainy science stuff. And the other layer is cargo hold. Uh, and they're both, they're not like separated by anything other than just a walkway, which Mr. Freeze is standing on fine. Bruce, however, jumps to grab onto that walkway and struggles. Mr. Freeze is not doing anything. He's just struggling to pull himself up. And I'm sitting here, Batman can't do a pull up. You guys said of all your things, of all the things to go with, you chose Batman can't do a pull up. <laughs> That's the, if he can't For do no a pull reason. up, I don't think he can be Batman anymore. Yeah, like that's just the How beginning of the job. Like, yes, that's right. like that's like. Can you be a barista? I can't pick up a cup. Well, yes. I'm allergic to hot liquids. Drinks. <laughs> uh, anyway, but like we said, uh, thankfully, Robin uh, brought his super magnetized Robin rings, so he uses those. Otherwise, it would have been a very short movie. Uh, or a more fun one without Clooney. So, man, How did you Lord. notice so many things in the scenes? Uh, I so, this next part. Yeah, so here's one of my favorite parts of this whole thing, too. Batman says, Freeze is like, yeah, I'm going to blow this up. And Batman's like, if you explode, if you cause this to explode, it'll slaughter thousands. And then later, Batman also places an explosive device in the capsule and then blows it up as the air surfs into Gotham. Yeah. The air surfing. Yeah, but real quick, before that happens, Freeze... Freezes him to the capsule. He then leaves and butterfly wings. His way of gliding back to Gotham in his God knows how heavy that suit is. Sounds heavy. Uh, He butterflies his way back to Gotham. What the absolute Did fuck is going on? Or is no, it like glide? they're just okay. straight. Gliding. He yeah. just glides. It doesn't make because any sense. Because his plan is to glide down and then ice ray his slow ass down. Oh god, I love that bit because I was th- I kept thinking like I wish he like aimed his freeze ray ray down is like oh I'm gonna make some snow and then just like smashes into ice. <laughs> I was hoping he was going to make, like, I remember, like, first time I watched it, like, just thinking, like, he's going to, like, skate down it. It'd be cool, right? It's yeah. like the 90s, whatever, people skate. It would be fun. But, no, instead he just, like, he, I don't he just lowers himself down with the ice gun, but he doesn't ever freeze the ground below him, which is very, very confusing. Uh, also, this is the most convoluted fucking way to steal a diamond, because <laughs> if, I, if I compare it to the, like, Batman Forever, which just happened, then, like, Riddler, he set up an entire business to sell television control devices just so he can consume the thoughts of every citizen in Gotham, constructing an elaborate island of death as a, tra- as a trap for B-Man and the bird, right? Mr. Freeze still made a more complicated plan to steal a goddamn diamond. He used a rocket that is then going to explode as a capsule as he freezes Batman to it so that he can glide down on butterfly wings into some vague place with a lot of doors that are safe doors and like vault doors just so he can then get picked up by his henchmen, which he could have just driven away. Just leave normally. 
what the fuck is the plot of this movie? And this is only 11 minutes in. By the time you're done with this whole scene, that's when people would have died at the end of the movie. Because it's about that long. Uh, anyway, Birdman saves him. It, obviously, he saves Batman. And then they, like we said, they fucking... They, they take they glide pieces down. of the rocket and they air surf. And then there's a chase through those vault doors. And then Mr. Freeze freezes Robin because he dives forward. And Batman... He's he's like Batman. You either can say like stop me, or, or you can say to him. And then like, oh, and that's when he freezes the wall over himself. Yeah, yeah. And then and then Bruce is like, well, I guess I gotta save Robin because I can't do both. But later we find out he has eleven minutes, so like, he could have been like done both. He could have been like, you hold on a minute, or he could have just lasered his mouth. Said he throws and been him like, into a like breathe for a minute. minute yes. I'll be right fucking back. And <laughs> he, he could have done a both. Pond and boils the pond to yep. melt him. Yeah. yeah. So that's what that's what you know. That's the end of the scene. That's like eleven minutes, guys. I'm sorry, but man, there was a lot of down. I also had when my notes were front loaded on that scene. Oh, I I had like a page on just the first fifteen minutes. I trimmed myself down. I could we could have done the whole episode on this eleven minute to fifteen minute. You talk so fast. I don't know if anybody's gonna understand what you're saying. I started talking (laughs) fast towards the end, just so people. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. You guys talk for a minute. Batman does yet another charity event. So many charity events in this movie. What kind of fucking wild charity event is this? Okay, we we come in on this like tribal racist dance thing happening. Like Like another jungle theme. And this is the purpose of this uh, uh, event is Bruce Wayne is donating his diamonds to the city. It's a trap. Yes. That he's set up because he knows that Freeze wants diamonds. Right. But, but this trap is he brings an actual diamond to a room full of actual people to an actual charity event to get Mr. Freeze to show up and try to steal the diamond. <laughs> it's Which like, he does. I can only imagine if this Batman was like setting a trap for like Zaz and he's like, no Robin, don't worry. We're using her as a decoy, <laughs> but we used an actual person because he would know otherwise. He, he, yeah. And then he, he waits until like Zaz actually kills the person, and he's like, "All right, now we go get him." Now we got him. Yeah. Okay. So this is also where um, Ivy, I think, makes her big debut in Gotham, and she shows up, and there's like this. Uh, so she shows up in a giant pink gorilla costume. Because, again, mm-hmm. this is like some weird jungle-themed diamond charity. Full gorilla Yes. Costume. Full, absolutely. Like, head to toe, big arms, big giant head. And she takes off the helmet. It's like, it's me. It's Poison Ivy. And then there's like a there's like a sexy tune playing as she, like, strips out of the... She takes off the gorilla gloves. Gloves, yes. Which are comically out. huge. <laughs> And she does a little wrist twirl every time she takes off one. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> like shimmies out of the suit. And it's just, like, un- it's n- unnecessarily sexual. That's why I said this movie was directed by Joel Schumacher's libido. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I'm pretty sure, like, strip teasing out of a gorilla costume is the least sexy thing you can do. Ivy yeah. is usually portrayed as sexual, to be fair. What, what woman in the DC universe isn't? Amanda Waller. Okay. She'll kill a man. So after the strip tease, she decides to blow pheromones on everyone from her palm. Yes, okay. And one thing I couldn't quite parse, and it's the 90s. They weren't great at stuff. But is it only affecting men? See, I didn't notice that until you put this in here. Yeah. Like, there are women dancers in the background who are just like, what's with all these guys? 
What's going on? It it only seems to affect who she targets, to be fair. Uh, She first spews it across the entire crowd, which is why that crowd is enamored with her. Because the crowd is. The only people that aren't are the other women that were being auctioned off at the beginning of the scene. They're not, but she never targets them. She only ever targets the men on the stage. And she doesn't target the announcer lady or the women that are being auctioned. Yeah, also there's women being auctioned. That's a pretty... Wait, hang on. I didn't even pick up on that. I think my brain just refused to... So what they they started... They start auctioning things. This is a charity event, right? Mm -hmm. And what they're auctioning are the women in, like, the pageant-looking dresses on stage. How have you guys... How have you guys never heard of this? This is, like, burlesque all over again. This is a thing that has... It's, it's been in multiple movies. It's also a thing that does actually happen, though. Women, like, they offer themselves to, like, be auctioned. It's for, like, oh, a date. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. You, like, you get a date with them. And, and that's what it is. Yeah, okay. But, still. I don't know, it still sounds... Especially with, again, how, like, repressed horny this movie is. Oh, no, it's still terrible. It's I'm just saying, it's what weird. it is. It's just what it is. It's just a normal thing. It's just, so, like, yeah, Ivy blows pheromones on everyone, yeah. including Batman and Robin, who are there as Batman and Robin. Yes. And uh, they start... Batman and Robin start getting in a, a bidding war between the two of them for who gets Ivy. Yep, and it's, like, in the millions. <laughs> but it's so dumb, because it's, like, Batman's, like, one million dollars, and the crowd's, like... <gasps> What? And then Robin's like, two million. And Batman goes, you don't have that money. Robin says, I'll borrow from you. <laughs> like a real class act. What? So, like, I'm pretty sure Cam said this earlier when we were just talking. It doesn't really matter how high Robin goes because Batman can just borrow from himself more. Yes. As, <laughs> Not to mention. Bat credit card. Yes. Yeah, how is he going to pay for this? He's all like, you know what? I got this. And it says on there, forever. Good through forever. Yeah. And what's the, I can't quite tell the... Goth card. Goth card. Goth card. <laughs> Yikes. It says Batman on the credit card. Good through forever. And he says the line, <laughs> never leave the cave without it. <laughs> what does he use it for? Yeah, right? Snacks. Okay. Also, I Snacks. would love to be in that bank when... Man shows up and is like, I would like to apply for a credit card. <laughs> is the normal expiration okay? No, no. It's not okay. We need forever. We need it through forever. Because I don't go away. <laughs> um, okay, just like a couple of little things I noticed in the scene. Um, Ivy's costume, which is pretty great, uh, includes what appears to be like pot leaves. Like, sewn on her palms. or like her pheromones. Yeah, that's where the pheromones come from, I guess? Question mark. There's also a line where, like, there's another gorilla standing behind her, and she's like, enough monkey business. And then it's Bane, and he takes off the gorilla hat. Which is just like, yeah, enough monkey business. And then take off the gorilla. Ah, puns! I get it. Ivy's, like, probably second for pun master in this movie. Yes. Next to... Freeze. (laughs) So they start chasing Freeze, um, and I believe eventually capture him. But there's this whole running thing in the movie, and we've talked about it a little bit, where, like, Robin is like, no, you need to trust me. I'm, I'm your partner, blah, blah, blah. And Batman doesn't. And so 
uh, Robin is like gonna ramp off of the giant statue that they're driving on. Just gonna gloss over that. Oh yeah, there's a giant statue in the middle of Gotham. Yes, there's giant statues everywhere in Gotham. Joel Schumacher's Gotham is one of the best Gothams. Yeah, it's time to and build statement. an entire Greek statue. It doesn't. It's a. It's like a fantasy world. So that's not the thing that's really that important. Gotham is a centuries-old city. So I'm fine with them having that kind of thing. Plus, we don't actually know what time frame this is supposed to be in. Mm-hmm. We don't actually get a year. So who knows when this is? Uh, it could be like the year 2030. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, anyway. But so, uh, like, Robin is going to ramp off the the hand to, like, capture Freeze. But Batman's like, no, you're not going to make it. And he's like, yes, I can. Just trust me. Believe in me. And Batman's still like, no. And then, like, hacks his bike and turns it off, which almost kills Robin. Mm-hmm. But he's still, like, sliding with all that momentum. Yes. Like you, and, and now he can't use the bike. It was more dangerous. And, exactly. And now he's stranded on this giant statue. He, like, poses in front of the body. Body. Like, he's still alive. He's just, like, knocked out on the ground. He's just, like, standing there, arms spread and cape wide, just for the camera. And just, I can't help but stop and think what that must be. And, like, I got him. Yes. Yes. I just imagine he's, like... <laughs> This is what I do for my parents. <laughs> <laughs> this is for you, mom and dad. Also, how does he knock out Freeze? He goes through the window of Freeze's fucking tank. Oh, yeah. What like, just, are like your windows made out? Why do you have a tank if a the bat goes through the window? Yes. Yeah. Oh, and like, I know this isn't the same scene, but like, to connect with this, is this like in the next shot where Batman's got like the cape over Freeze's body. Yeah, yes, that's what it is. And then he like, he's like, Wah! Yeah, he's a dramatic reveal. reveal. And it's important to no one that no one's on the roof. He is the only person on the roof because Robin's <laughs> probably trying to carry his bike up the hand. Just so he's trying to figure that out. How did he get his bike up? How did he get his bike up the, up the hand? Yeah, grappling who hook? fucking knows? Everything's got grappling hooks grappling in hook. it. Yeah. By grappling hook. That's what it is. Um, <laughs> so what's that scene? Yeah. Probably the best scene in the movie, just for the back credit card alone. Um, so now we're going to skip the entire movie. Well, almost. This scene pretty is actually much. at the end of the movie. It's pretty much the end. Yeah, it's pretty close. It's a fun fight. Freeze, freeze and Bane crash the observatory. Uh, which is where they're gonna create the giant freeze gun ray, Bomb. all of that. And then this is one of my Bomb. favorite things. I actually have these backwards though. Uh, so like, as soon as they break in through the doors, they've destroyed like some security guards. I think you hear like a yell in the distance as they get in, and then they like bust open the doors. And one of the scientists that's been in this movie, who's like one of the leads of this observatory, he these these dudes are huge. It is Arnie and fucking Bane, and they come walking in, and he goes. Who is this nut job? Because <laughs> I, I, I was rewatching it earlier, and I don't think I've ever noticed just how off that is. Yeah. Like, excuse Wait, me, sir. Who says that? One of the scientists that's oh, in yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's just standing on his thing, and instead of being like, "What the fuck are you doing in here?" Who is this nut job? And then freeze freezes him, uh, obviously, Surprise. and then Bane goes to plant bombs. But the bombs um, are also just like. Big crystals? They're icicles. icicles. Okay. It's thematic. I get that. Because what's his name? Ah, Bane. Bane. Yeah. Exactly. 
and icicles are the bane of your existence. He says, uh, if, re- if revenge is a dish best served cold, then put on your finest because it's time to feast. And he pauses a lot in pauses there. pauses a lot in there. And I don't know because he doesn't know what he's supposed to say or... I don't know what he's on. saying. Yeah. If revenge <laughs> is a dish best served cold... Then put on your finest because it's time to feast. It's Sunday finest also. Because, because, because he's... He's serving revenge, but it's best served cold. And he does cold things, so go get dressed up to eat his because, revenge. Be, yes, because it's best served cold, and he's cold. Yeah, so that's the correlation. Yeah, but that still seems like 75% of a thing. <laughs> like, it's not all the way there. Well, this is where I'm completely confused anyway. Usually I'm, like, on board trying to explain the shenanigans but this time i honestly am just entirely completely confused there's a pallet of diamonds that's in a circle he puts his freeze bomb in the middle of this with his diamonds on it which then hooks into the eye hole of the telescope which he then uses to freeze the entirety of gotham but half of gotham is behind him Yes. So how does he aim that? It's also like freeze the entirety of Gotham. It's a beam. Like he's just sort of like pointing it willy nilly. It's hitting buildings and like some people on the ground. Yeah. It's going to take him a while. He needs to be methodical about this. Yeah. He needs to do a grid based pattern. (laughs) But also does it have triggers? Because he turns it on and off. (laughs) Why does a telescope have triggers? Exactly. That's what my question was. I didn't think about that. That's confusing. It's not a gun. It's a telescope. It's a telescope. What the fuck? It just kind of goes, man. But like for real, half of Gotham is literally behind him. And then they show a wide shot and that's frozen too. What did he do? So they freeze everything, right? Yeah. You sort of mentioned this when we were going over the plot. Yeah. Time is now meaningless. Mm-hmm. They yeah. apparently have the longest fight in the whole movie in less than 11 minutes. And there's no way. Time is meaningless. <laughs> that's all I that's all I had for this scene. Just like they they go through all these fights and they punch each other a bunch in the building and then they're they're falling out of the building. Then they're and, climbing back up the building. Yeah, and then, you know, and they all with all with the eleven minute wow the entire city's gonna die. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's the thing is like they save it by the end. But I wish there would have been but a scene how? where it's like Batman's like we really did a good job saving this city, and Gordon's like Batman a lot of people are dead after they've been unfrozen and now they're heating up so the corpses are just starting to rot yes. in the city streets. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like no, turn it turn it off. Turn it off. We saved the city. We saved, We did it. All those people. All those people. They wouldn't be able to heat up without me. I love how this, like, our version of Batman is just turning into Batman. It's always Batman with Cameron. <laughs> He's sleeping. <laughs> uh, but also, I still want to know, how does this help Ivy? How does any of this help Ivy? She has tropical plants throughout this entire movie. Right? Like, why is the plant lady teaming up with the freeze guy? Doesn't right. Make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Their powers are diametrically opposed. Yeah. Also, just to rebring it up, grappling hooks have no just determined length, and yes. and they also go through time and space a lot like the Doctor's phone booth. They just kind of zoop straight through time because there's several moments where they're falling, 
and they're falling, and then they fire, and they don't fire towards the thing closest to them because that'd be too easy. Yeah. They fire straight up in the air, and thank God the writers were there to grab those grappling hooks and stick them on the correct things. But those grappling hooks get up to the top faster than they get to the street. How does that work? (laughs) Physics. Yeah. It's almost it's almost as bad, and actually I don't think this is as bad because this world is more ridiculous than that scene in The Dark Knight where he falls off of like a thirty story building, building and lands on the taxi, and they survive. He's just like, "Oh, like, okay." And that scene would be fine <laughs> if it wasn't for the fact that Two Face dies from a one and a half story fall at the end of the movie. What the fuck kind of logic are you guys using? <laughs> Anyway, let's talk about this movie. That's the end of that one. Those are all of our favorite scenes. Those are our let's favorite scenes. Let's talk about what else this was known as. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I uh, I pulled this just like verbatim off of the trivia because it's like worded perfectly. This film was originally entitled Batman Forever, but stylized as Batman the Number Four Ever because it was the fourth film in the series. However, because the third film already took that title, it was retitled as Batman and Robin, which was actually the original title for the third film. <laughs> So, it's just a snake chasing its tail on that one. Yeah. That's called producer interference. Yeah. Yeah. That's when. That's what happens when you do that, producers. You can't have Batman forever. Instead, you gotta be like Batman and Robin, because we already did that. Except, so. we should just call the, the, that, uh, the Batman forever. Just call it Batman 3 ever. It's I wish, fine. I wish they'd have just given Six up. ever. I wish they'd have just given up and been like, people in Gotham. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> uh, it's also known... As uh, Batman and Robin, Mr. Freeze's counterattack in Japan, which uh, Freeze attacks first. So yeah, he's the oh, he's the aggressor throughout. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and in Taiwan, it's known as Batman for Frozen Man. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I like that works. Frozen Man. I also I also <laughs> wish it had just been like just called Frozen. Like just <laughs> so many people picking up the Batman wrong one. Batman for Frozen. Frozen. Do you want to freeze a Gotham? <laughs> Bomb. 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 Oh my god. And Bane is that stupid little fucking He's snowman off. character. Yeah. God, I hate that character. Oh man. Okay. Let's talk about the script. And here's the part where we tell you all the great puns. Yes. Okay, so I wanted to just go, go into... These are the first lines of the movie. It's after like the, the awesome montage suit up and we see like the, the bat. Uh, mobile and the robin pod like spiral up out of the ground and the slow words out of anybody's mouth is robin going i want a car chicks dig the car why is that your robin voice because it was so fucking like whiny and like chicks dig the car i'm here for the chicks and then batman responds (laughs) with this is why superman works alone uh, and just uh, oh, and then the next note that I wrote in there was like, God, this is already worse than I remember. But also, Alfred says like, like uh, I think Batman says like, don't wait up. And Alfred says, I'll cancel the pizzas. I don't think you can do that. Alfred's just gonna eat two large pizzas on his own. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually, I'm pretty sure he just delays the pizza for several days slash weeks. Because they do because eat pizza end, later at the end of the movie. After, you know, fighting crime and exerting yourself, they eat fucking pizza. In the morning, by the way. Teenage morning pizza. Yeah, also, it's a plan payoff, though. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> all right, so there's some websites that have, you know, so kindly compiled all of Mr. Freeze's puns. And also, there's a whole page titled, Lines Uttered by Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. <laughs> So I'm just going to read to you all the wonderful puns on this this one thing. 
said by Mr. Freeze. Stay cool, bird boy. Which isn't a pun. Again, it's just, he's just saying stuff with... Well, he said that because Robin was frozen. <laughs> and so then, the bird all right, frozen. everyone, chill. Cool party. Allow me to break the ice. And then my personal favorite. It's not a nice pun, but Adam and Evil. Yeah, he's like, ah, Ivy, you and I shall work together. Oh my God, I can't get this voice anymore. Adam and Evil. We should be Adam and Evil. Uh, Tonight, hell freezes over. Tonight's forecast, a freeze is coming. Both of those things are just sentences. Yep. And then the last one, that's the best. Let's kick some ice. Yep. One of my favorites is when he says... Uh, tonight's forecast, a freeze is coming. And he says that, and he pops up in front of the magnifying glass on the telescope. His face is like... <laughs> All distorted. Bandit. And that's the moment that's one of my least favorite, because Batman, that's the only punch Batman throws in like this entire movie. And he punches him and almost falls off the railing. Batman is not doing well, guys. Nope. I think Batman is the one that's sick. Yeah. I that. Uh, yeah. So another line that really got me... Uh, of uh, this is something that Mr. Freeze says. Uh, in this universe, there's only one absolute. Everything freezes. No. <laughs> Name something that doesn't. The sun. Can it freeze though? I don't. I don't know enough to answer that. Could it, could it? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, like, there's also what what annoyed me about this, like your being frustrated with like. Sorry to give you the cold shoulder. They should have put that in there. Like, there's only one absolute in this universe. And, like, there's an absolute zero joke just staring you in the face. It wouldn't have been good, but it would have been better than this it's shit. something, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, there's lots of Ivy puns also. Like, everyone really focuses on Freeze, but um, she says at one point, Sorry, my vines have a crush on you. And she tries to kill somebody. Yeah. And also she says, my garden needs tending. You're not nearly enough over the top for that. Because oh. she's like, sorry, my vines have a crush on you. She really like just emphasizes every word, but in a different way. Like they're meant to be part of different sentences. It's like she's, she's auditioning for theater. Yeah. Yes. Theater. The theater. The theater. Yeah, I actually got to say, because um, we haven't really um, talked about uh, Ivy's character that much. Uh, well, the character is fine. Uma Thurman saves this movie for me. She is hamming it up, and I fucking love it. <laughs> Cam doesn't agree. Robin also has lots of puns. Mm-hmm. Is your thumb the only thing that's green? What <laughs> was he asking her? I don't want to know. Please don't answer, <laughs> audience. Let's talk about the acting. I want to talk about the acting... Flippity uh, floppity, everything's on a harness. Everything is like that scene in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when they're floating in the floaty bubble room. That's, yes. That's Gravity is, is not like. real. See our next episode on the conspiracy podcast. <laughs> For real, there's no gravity in this movie. At one point, Batman, like, flings himself into the museum, like, up in the air, and he's just like... And, like, again, I don't know if these capes actually help them with anything. No. Because they the don't later in the movie... Like, you guys could use the capes and we glide later. There's a like, there's a point where, like, Batman gets hoisted upside down, and you can see the strings that are tying his cape to his thighs, and it's <laughs> so fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. It just, nothing looks real in yeah. this movie. Um, and we mentioned George Clooney's just being George Clooney. Yeah. He's, yes. he's George Clooney over here. He apologized for this role, by the way. He has apologized he made multiple a, times. Yeah, he made a public apology about this because he almost killed Batman. He said he literally believed 
that he actually almost killed Batman. Which, to be fair, he was close. He, he because Warner did. Brothers did move on with the property for a while before finally coming back around to Christopher Nolan's film after losing Darren Aronofsky. Mm. So they almost and they almost rebooted Batman in a weird way with Aronofsky. They were going to make him a homeless person with Batman? no money, and he was going to be super bloody and beat the shit out of everyone and kill people. That was Aronofsky's vision, and then he stepped away. But that was going to be with Christian Bale, too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Set the acting facts. was bad. We can just leave it at that. We've kind of talked about this the whole time. Except for Woodrow, which I've already brought up. He is literally like... You already brought him up. Yeah, but Glover is as amazing as he is vile. Like, come on. He's, yeah. he's incredible. Sound and music. I think it's hilarious that at first the only thing in here was that part where the dinosaur roars as it falls apart. Yeah, because there's nothing else to... <laughs> <laughs> they reuse music like Star Trek reuses ship explosions. How dare you make fun of Star Trek? Someone on the show really likes Star Trek. Yeah, I know. I'm aware of it. And that's why I put this mean joke in there, to hurt his feeling. Wait, hang on. Why are we switched roles? <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> Makeup, costume, set decoration. <laughs> Let's talk about nipples. <laughs> the podcast. Surprise. We've changed. Welcome to the new show. Let's talk about nipples. Would everyone like to know why there are nipples on the suits? There is so. an actual reason. Because yes. Joel Schumacher just, just is a production designer by heart. He looks at everything uh, with a very peculiar eye. He wants very specific things. His influence in designing these suits of theirs, which don't look very good, uh, is Greek-like statues. And on Greek statues of like warriors, you have nipples. Because so they're not wearing they clothes. They included the nipples. They didn't put nipples but, over, their, but, over their tunics. But oftentimes, Roman armor is also depicted with nipples, which is why he chose to do that. Because it's supposed to depict the perfect physique, like this godly physique. So that's what he wanted. He wanted to make them look like gods. Instead, they just have erect nipples on their suits while they're trying to fight crime in one of the most deadly cities in any universe. <laughs> so it doesn't work as well. But this this one gets a lot of flack for it. The Batman Forever also had nipples on the suit. Uh, but they're not as pronounced. Uh, so, yeah, but... These are just literal nipples. Batgirl's cone nipples are the worst to me. Mm. Because once you notice them, you don't unnotice them. They're I'm glad there I didn't forever. notice them. It's like a traffic cone. So, <sighs> yeah. It's not It's not the best. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, w- one of the things we glossed over is Freeze's wife is, like, in suspended animation in a water tank. Um, and I looked it up and discovered it's a prosthetic. And I think it looks great. It looks like there's a real woman in that tank. Especially for, like, 97 or whatever this is. Yeah, no, actually, I do think that looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, that, I think that and most of the costuming in this I actually don't think is very well done. I do like Frieza's costume for this universe. I don't want it in any other universe, but I do like it for this one. I think it's kind of fun. I like the idea that Frieza is, like, this huge dude, but I wish they had kept his intelligence. Yes. Because they took away his intelligence, and that would have been really fun to have a strong, intelligent villain similar to Bane. Right. That would have been really, really cool. Would have been fun to have Bane. Yeah. Um, we mentioned the Robin symbol. Yes. Uh, so uh, when Batman uses his laser to heat the water that Robin is in to, like, thaw him, I love that the water glows red. Mm-hmm. Because that's just... It's so comic book. Yes. It's very <laughs> cartoon logic. 
Um, also, whenever they do stuff where it's like, oh no, the entire room is frozen. Um, like the the like the stuff hanging from like icicles is just like plastic wrap, like something you would wrap a sandwich in to take it to work. And the floor is that like rainbow prism holographic sparkly decal. Yeah, it's like yeah. you've seen it before. I don't know how else to describe it, but like okay. Also, what is the deal with Jim Gordon's costume? He's he is- a goddamn commissioner. Well, he's dressed like a North Korean general. <laughs> he's got like four stars on his shoulder. He's a goddamn commissioner. But why does he look like a military man who's about to retire? He commissions. He's got medals on his. Ch- oh, I guess that is police. A, that is a police thing. I guess he does commissioning of the police. Yeah, I would just like to take this moment to bring up that the only thing he does throughout these four movies, since he's one of the two consistent things in these four movies is yell about everything that's going on. In every single movie that he's in, even the good ones, he's like, hey, this is going on. Hey, this is going on. We gotta stop them. That's Batman. Mm. Yeah, he does get horny for Poison Ivy. So I see that somebody put in here the the point about the pop-up invitation. Yes. It's, a, it's an eight and a half by 11 pop-up book invitation. It's that, so extra. That Bruce is carrying around on his person yes. to hand out to anybody who wants to come to his charity event. <laughs> and he hands this to Poison Ivy. Yeah. It's a pretty big thing, too. It's pretty it's big. like it's a big. giant folder. It's it's a kind of a just playing back to like what they Whoa. did in Batman Forever. This keyboard. Yeah. Yes. Okay. What the fuck I is had that? To, I had to... Okay, I'm going to read out the top row for everybody at home. Because we, we're all used to the like the QWERTY, uh, just normal keyboard. This is U-W-C-A-R-N-Y. Ooh, and on top of that, literally, is the space bar. The space bar is on the topmost row. The and then there's an up thing? and down arrow, but no side to side. No side to side arrow. And then one button that just says on. And then there's T B S M O K. What did they do? I actually went to look this up to see, like, is this just sort of like a foreign keyboard or something? Yeah, I couldn't, find, I couldn't find anything on it. What? Who the fuck made this? Yes. What the fuck? It's so weird. Is this a prop from some, like, sci fi movie that well, they found and think, stuck on there? Think about it, though. Someone shows up, they're used to a normal keyboard, they're gonna break into the back cave. Fuck, no, you're not. <laughs> 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 hey, yeah, you have to, like, you just really, like, oh, okay, so the H is there now. Uh, like, so you end up typing like an old person. But then every time someone hands Bruce a keyboard, he tries to type. and he's, Yeah. He's like, oh, this is not, oh, right. oh, this this is is not the, the carny Why do you put the, the space bar on the bottom? <laughs> right, let's talk about cinematography. Um, there was one cam- There was one shot that I actually really liked. It's a uh, like an overhead shot that sweeps the length of the hall in the opening fight scene, mm-hmm. um, and it's like there's a lot of moving parts to it. I think it was pretty well done. I think the cinematography throughout the city is pretty solid too. It's just like if I had a word for it, it would be like epic. That's what it's trying to be. It's just like these epic, grand, sweeping shots. But part of that is due to the fact that again, Joel Schumacher's Batman City is by far one of my favorites just because mm-hmm. it's over the top just like the city should be which I think in theory is a perfect like opposing force to what Batman actually is it's like this dark sneaky not Clooney sneaky <laughs> character who roams around in the shadows but then Sh- Schumacher Sh- uh, Joel Schumacher's 
is just like this bright, over-the-top, larger-than-life city with like hand statues that are like two stories high coming off the fucking streets. Yes. Like some scenes you see that. And it all started with Tim Burton's because his was like a more mellow version of that. And then in the second movie, it got a little more grand. And then in Batman Forever, Batman Forever's is the perfect Gotham. Yes, I, I like that one. I mean, maybe apart from the animated series. Um, Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that one looks good. That, like, perpetually red night sky. And it's drawn on black. Did you know that about Yeah. It's drawn on black. And like there's so blimps, good. which the blimps sell Gotham to me. Oh, yeah. I love the, like, it's an alternate world, so we use blimps. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The That's a great are, shorthand. The blimps, the blimps are perfect. Okay, anyway. Yeah, so some of it, it could be, like, I wrote here, it could be worse, it could be better. It's not Clooney. That's, that's the important thing. It's not the, like, cinematography equivalent of Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> Editing is bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. There's nothing that, um, that really stands out. The only note we, we kind of already talked about is, like, the... Bane transformation looks pretty terrible. Yeah. All right. What part would we play? Uh, I think I could really heat things up as Mr. Freeze. Ha! I'm hilarious. Oh my god, I just want to be Poison Ivy because I want to add more puns. Yes, just go more over the top. Chew more scenery. Do it for the vine. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> You just just both dated yourself and made a bad pun. But it was worth it. I think I have heartburn. Uh, I gotta look for ways to get you guys. Oh, man. So You kind of planted that one. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) What would you play? I'll just leave. (laughs) Uh, Robin, obviously. I mean, why would you not choose Robin? Yeah, I wouldn't want to play this Batman. No, no one wants to play this Batman. He mostly walks around in a really long black robe. Like, Bruce, what is this city doing right now? Like, maybe because you're doing that at all hours of the day. Maybe that's why Freeze has stolen multiple diamonds. You don't know who the fuck he is. We're even on board for it. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I guess, do we recommend it? For me, no. This was really hard to get through. If you were going to watch it, you already would have. What about you, Allie? Yeah, I mean, I guess I would. It's it's fun, but, like, maybe watch it in two parts. Yeah. Because, like, it's just too long. Like, if they had really cut this down, like, a lot of the, of the boring talking and stuff, it would have been a lot more fun. Because it is over the top, and I like all the art direction, and I like the crazy characters, and I like the stupid puns, because it's a fun movie. But it's just way too long. And very poorly paced. Yeah. You only need to watch the scenes. Like, I think you should watch it, but only watch the scenes that... I wrote here action scenes, but actually, I would say just watch the scenes that are Batman and Robin suited up. That's it. That's all Only watch those scenes. If you watch those scenes, it's a much shorter film. It's still a Batman film. It's probably a lot more fun, and now I'm kind of curious if anyone's put that together, because I feel like it's more fun that way. And... It's very quick because there's not like like we said the the first scene feels like forever but it's honestly like 15 minutes max and I don't even think it's that long since 11 minutes so they're not suited up very much in this movie it's yeah. like if you watch The Dark Knight Rises you see three minutes of Batman you'd be like alright let's go home because <laughs> that's all there is in the movie but this is similar it's like it's mostly them talking so if you like four tries to read this line that says, or just watch it with your mini U's yeah. to realize that you're saying, just watch it with your kids. Yeah, if you're going to watch the whole oh. thing, you can just watch it with your kids, your little mini U's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just They're not going to pick up on all the weird double entendre. Yeah. I hope not. 
Anyway, that's the movie. That's the movie. That's the podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening. Let us know if you've seen it. Uh, let us know what you think about it. Let us know if you like Batman. If you don't like Batman. Let us know if you want to challenge Cameron to a Batman knowledge battle because you might lose. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Batman trivia contest. We're going real specific. Take this shit to court of owls. Let's do this. <laughs> We're on social media. Come challenge me there. You know what? And and the and the final lightning round of that trivia is you guys have to replicate the Batusi, where he in like the '60s show, oh, he he creates <laughs> that like yeah, it's a Batman-based dance off the Watusi. Oh my god. Okay, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Um, thanks for listening. I'm not going to say anything about uh, fetishists or anything. So like. This yeah, this this movie was already pretty fetishy. Yeah, so... I've been Allie, that's been Cameron, the Batman nerd, and that's Robert over there being relentlessly uh, torn down for liking Star Trek. <laughs> I don't tear him down! Thanks, I Star just want to like my Star Trek. He's very good! Benedict did a great Bye. job! I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs>